2: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
3: This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open Podcast. On today's show, we'll be breaking down what we saw on SmackDown as we react to the WWE Draft. What were the biggest surprises and what would we like to see next from this roster shakeup? You won't want to miss it. All right, so let's go ahead and get into who got drafted, Come Where? On. how we feel about it. And we'll get into more, uh, you know, sub conversations after that, but let's get into it. Here we go. So on the, let's start with the, the raw side, because the raw side's a little smaller, but on the raw side, we've got Cody Rhodes, Becky Lynch, Gunther, Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Indy Hartwell. Over on the SmackDown side, we got Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Solo Sokoa, Bianca Belair, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, Edge, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Mechin Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Bailey, Dakota Kai, Eoskaya, Alba Fire, and Isla Dawn. So the SmackDown side is a little bit more uh, loaded than the Raw side, at least as of right now, you know, they'll balance it out. Um, keep in mind, we're going to be having more names be released today. And then we also have, obviously, night two of the draft taking place on Raw. But I'm going to go ahead and cue you up, Mark, for the big one, the big discussion. Let's get right into it. Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes drafted on two different brands. Roman is going to SmackDown, which automatically means that the World Heavyweight Championship, the new belt that was just introduced, is going over to the Raw side. So whoever wins as night as champion is going to be someone from the Raw roster. So with that being said, how do you feel about it?
2: Oh, Denise, Denise, Denise. Just like Dave LaGreca, just like most of the nation, we wanted Roman and Cody to continue. It was a really good story, and now we're not going to get it for a year. And I'm pissed about that. And of course, <laughs> of course, Cody has the potential to meet up with Roman in Philadelphia. But that's not what I wanted. I know I don't get to call the shots. I know it's not my company. But as a fan, they had me. I wanted to see Roman and Cody again as soon as possible. And now that's not going to happen. So... I don't drink beer, but I guess I'll cry in my milk.
3: <laughs> Mark, so I'm sorry, but I'm like dying over here because I'm like throwing my arms up in the air. I'm laughing because I knew it. I knew it. You and I sat here, Mark, and we argued You're not about supposed it, to
2: I say you. I told you so.
3: Mark, I'm sorry. I think I You're deserve that I told Denise. you so. Because I, I you told were nice. you, Mark, I said... But you know what I took, you know, that remember the last time we got a bunch of calls from the nation siding with you and I had to sit here and take it now, Mark, I told you when you said we were talking about, you know, the story moving forward with Roman and Cody and I said, that's not guaranteed. We don't know that then on top of that, when, and here's the thing, I know a lot of people were expecting to see Roman and Cody on the same brand so that the story could continue, but I'm just going to be real with you. I felt that it was super obvious that they were going to be on separate brands for multiple reasons. One, the second they announced the world's heavyweight championship, everyone, you know, there was the whole argument on Twitter about whether or not this is going to be a consolation prize for Cody Rhodes. And two, the other reason why I knew was because if you think about it, it's like, okay, the number one draft pick, to whoever goes a SmackDown or raw, they're going to pick Roman reigns. They will be completely foolish if they don't with that being said, if the next brand that goes up does not pick Cody Rhodes as their first draft pick, then they're going to look foolish as well. So you had to have, you knew that both Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns were going to be number one draft picks for um either brand. So no matter what, they were going to be on separate shows. And so I knew that they would be put on separate brands. And I knew that they were basically going to use this time to not to have them together and to therefore extend the story.
2: Well, you got what you wanted. You got to say I told you so. It's horrible. <laughs> I would have never done that to you, Denise.
3: Mark, I, I But I will now because I'm, I'm about a
2: spiteful. It. Oh, yeah, you just wait. It's coming back. It's coming In back one year. It's going to take a year. I'm so damn pissed about it. I gotta wait a year now. Come on! And so. I I didn't want it to be in Philadelphia. And it's not because I'm I'm a Cowboy fan, and and the the Eagles and the Cowboys are like all in water. It, it's not that. It's that I've competed in Philly. Golly. I can't even begin to say how many times and the, the 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 crowd always role reverses they they'll cheer for who they want and when they cheer for who they want is usually the bad guy like come on man like why do that to Cody because they they'll they'll cheer Roman over Cody and that's not what you want. And I, I just know that that's what they're going to do.
3: So while we're on the topic of Roman and Cody, I'm going to might as well just ask you now. And uh, also for the nation, we want to hear your thoughts on Roman and Cody being on separate brands, as well as your thoughts on the WWE draft. Uh, feel free to give us a call at 877-344-4893. Did you know this was coming? Did you not know this was coming? But and with that topic, since we're on Roman and Cody right now, uh, with the World's Heavyweight Championship now going to raw, um, Mark, do you where are you at in this argument of the World's Heavyweight Championship sort of being this consolation prize for Cody Rhodes, not uh defeating uh Roman Reigns and getting the undisputed universal uh WWE championship?
2: Is it's not a consolation. Like, it is the benchmark of the this brand-new brand. New brand. Um, I'm thinking that you don't want to do this and just hand Cody a title. Uh, if I had anything to do with it, um, I would make the big announcement, and then I'd have somebody come out and say, yeah, thanks for handing me the title, yada, yada, yada. It's like, oh, so you you feel like you're deserving of this. Um, Well, we don't. So whoever's going to hold this title is going to have to win it tonight in the main event. And I would have Cody uh, come out and go, well, I deserve to be in it. And then this person, I deserve to be in it. And, you know, like do the whole roster of talent that's on that brand come out and say that they deserve to be on it. And then I would say that it's not going to go down that easily. Like, we're going to do qualifying matches in a gauntlet style. And there will be guys that will compete tonight, and then there will be guys that will compete next week. And when the bracket comes to down to two, the winner will get the title. And a lot of people don't like tournaments. I mean, I love tournaments. March Madness, oh, man, sign me up twice on Sunday. <laughs> so I feel like that there's so many guys that people have got to – say Dolph Ziggler. Why not put Dolph Ziggler in the tournament to get a chance to be the champion if he's on that brand? And all the rest of the guys, the Miz or whoever, there's about 30 A-list guys on that roster. Like let's put them to work. Let's see who can do the job, and who wants to be an Iron Man type champion. Everybody's not cut out for that. Like you, you mean to tell me you think that uh, Otis is gonna uh, be a candidate for the Iron Man title? He got a, he got a battle every night with guys, and you know it, it's it would be a, a far fetch, even though he's a big strong guy. You want somebody that's more of a thoroughbred to get in there and do that.
3: I get you. And here's the thing. I want to see a tournament too, because to me, I feel like that's going to make it just a little bit. I like, what I want from this is, you know, whoever becomes the, the, you know, the new world's heavyweight champion, I want it to be following a string of matches that gave us so much depth and, you know, just really, really, the better, the matches, the better, the quality, the better the tournament, uh, the more the champion is going to feel, uh, you know, more grander, right? Like a Um, champion. Exactly, like a champion should, but with that being said, and I'm curious to hear what you think of my opinion, and I do see the world's heavyweight championship as a consolation prize if Cody were to win it here. And part of me doesn't want to see Cody win the world's heavyweight championship right off the bat. In fact, I kind of want to see somebody else. Now, I know this person hasn't been drafted yet. We don't know if this person's going to end up on SmackDown or on Raw, but if he were to end up on Raw, I kind of want to see it be Seth Rollins. Um, I don't want this bout to just automatically go to Cody Rhodes right now because I'm not interested in seeing Cody win a consolation prize. And if we have somebody out win like Seth Rollins I feel like it would actually be and then later on down the line with Cody Rhodes I'm okay with that I want to see I'm more interested right now in Seth winning the I title I would
2: love to see Seth win the tournament and Cody be chased Cody chase the title and Seth go no you had your opportunities other people are gonna get a chance you're you're not entitled. This is not your company. You know, just I can see Seth really giving him the business and, and avoiding him at all costs until there's a, a, a really big pay per view moment that he can maybe SummerSlam or something like that. But Seth deserves to be the champion. Um, he's an iron horse guy, and Cody will try to prove that he deserves the shot by challenging all the people that everybody deem as that person is worthy to be champion as well or the guy that Seth Rollins is afraid to wrestle Cody is just gung ho he's getting he's taking on everybody
3: yeah, I like that. I really do. And also, like, with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes circling back to that program, I know they've already had their trilogy, but all of those matches, they felt so different. And I do feel like, you know, so much time has gone by, you know, with Cody being out, Cody returning and focusing on other things. Uh, whenever they do, you know, circle back, if they do to Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, then it's definitely something that I...
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?
1: Or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers.
3: So we broke down uh, Cody Rhodes or Roman Reigns and that whole thing, but there's still so many names to get into here. And I kind of want to go ahead and take it over to the SmackDown side because we mentioned... All of these names, SmackDown's just looking a lot more stacked, a lot more loaded based off of night one. So, you know, looking at these names, we've got some big ones. We mentioned Roman, of course. We got the Street Profits on there. We got Edge, Bobby Lashley, um, the OC, which clearly includes uh, Anderson, Gallows, Meachin, and Styles. We got Damage Control. We got the call-ups of uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. So I want to start off by asking you is instantly, based off of the names that you're seeing on SmackDown, are there are there any programs that you're like, "Ooh, I'm yearning for that" or any feuds that you're like, "Ooh, I want to see these two people mix it in the ring together?"
2: Not, re- <clears throat> excuse me, not really, Denise. Um I want to wait until after Monday and have a real complete list because what we got is really not uh what's going to be the final listing. Nobody's made any trades yet. And that's, that's gonna come. So I would I would just wait until Monday before I would make that, that decision.
3: Now I will throw you some, cause there's one that I kind of hope that we will get. And uh, the reason I kind of want to see this is because uh, Bobby Lashley mentioned that one of the programs that he would love to sort of, you know, do is uh, something with Roman Reigns. And clearly that is, you know, who doesn't want to work with Roman Reigns, right? But if he, he, during an interview that I did with him, he mentioned kind of wanting to see the hurt business reunited and doing something with the bloodline. Is that something that would pique your interest?
2: Well, that, that I, I would, I would sign up for. I would, I would like to see that. I mean, that, woo, bring back the hurt business. And I, I, I really do think that one of the biggest balls that was dropped was the fact that the Hurt Business went away. People love the Hurt. They love the Hurt Business. Um, That was the most personality that I saw Sheldon Benjamin and Cedric Alexander have. Bobby was Bobby. MVP Was a great manager, not a good manager. He was great with both those groups, and it made sense. Now, sorry about that. You can maybe add somebody to the hurt business, yeah. And there's is there anybody you have in mind? Um. I think it would have to be somebody that would have to be drafted from NXT. Maybe a Carmelo Hayes.
3: Ooh, that would be freaking great, actually.
2: I would not hate that. <laughs> you put Carmelo Hayes in a hurt business, and now you got another main event player? Wow. Wow. They I love it. I'm seeing it the idea anybody. spinning in your head. Woo. I, so, I hate having these thoughts, Denise. I, but if I they're good
3: thoughts, though. manifest them, Mark.
2: But I never get what I want. It's, it's like, you gotta man,
3: manifest.
2: I, I spoke on it. I spoke it into existence and I'm hoping that, I know they're listening. So I, I'm hoping that they say, ooh, damn, Mark, that was a good idea. Maybe we should, never mind. But they should use the idea.
3: <laughs> okay. Um. Speaking of Roman Reigns, speaking of the bloodline, the Usos were not part of, you know, the draft with Roman and Solo and Paul. They got, you know, drafted as three and the Usos are going to, you know, be their own thing uh how did you feel about the way that they uh sort of you know organized the draft where it was you know you saw roman and paul together they didn't split up uh the street prophets. they didn't split up the oc these were you know these were acts that were drafted together how did you feel about that decision making process
2: you know I, I i didn't want people to break up uh i just assumed Uh, I guess I made an ass out of myself in assuming that Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford would be split up. Uh, That didn't happen. Um, Maybe on Monday somebody will make a trade, and they'll say, we want Montez Ford, which would leave uh, Dawkins by himself. And, you know, so there's a lot that could happen, but we don't know because Monday's not here yet, and we're just grasping at straws.
3: So... One of the things that I'm primarily excited about right now when it comes to what we're seeing with the SmackDown roster is the amount of women that have already been included in this roster because one of my biggest criticisms, Mark, about the uh, SmackDown brand, you know, the the, the latest and rendition of it rather, was that I kind of felt that the women's division on SmackDown felt very, very slim. And one of the things I wanted to see more so in this draft or with this draft, it was more of a balance in the rosters and based on what we're seeing so far I'm really liking the way that the Smackdown women's side is shaping up because you we got Bianca Belair who is at the very top and then you also got Amitian who I feel we still haven't seen uh you know she still hasn't been able to show everything that she can just yet um on WWE we also got Bailey, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, Alba Fire, Isla Dawn. When you hear all of these names uh how are you feeling about about the way that the women's side of SmackDown is shaping up so far?
2: I think it's shaping up well. Um, now I've, I really feel like that they should bring in a Zoe Stark. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of women down at uh, NXT that deserve a shot. I saw Indy Hartwell got her, uh, got a break. She's going to be on the Raw brand, right? Correct. So you need to have somebody go that's a major player uh, to SmackDown. Can you imagine seeing Zoe Stark and Bianca Belair? God dang. Sign me up. Man, that's that's good business right there. And those, those two can, they can main event. That's how good they both are. And you need to start putting young blood uh, in the equation. Just so people are not bored and stagnant. And like you said, that the discrepancy between Raw and SmackDown's women's division, um, Raw was bolstered and SmackDown was kind of thin. Build it is it up. true.
3: Though. Yeah, it is true. Like I felt like, you know, previously we had all of the the top female uh, you know, stars primarily over on Raw was just a lot more stacked. But we do have a dilemma though mark and that is that we have the raw women's champion bianca belair on smackdown Smackdown. what do you do now clearly we do not know exactly where uh reyes being drafted to right now uh we don't know uh but what do you do in this situation so that you know the the belts are where they're supposed to be
2: do you a swap the titles between the champions? Do you do like we talked about with the new title, hold a tournament for it? Or have the number one contender and the current champion have a match to see who gets the title on the new brand? Which would be Bianca would be the champion. And who that number one contender would be on the new brand. Should that be decided by a contest between two matches?
3: All I know, know, Mark, on this one, because I'm thinking about what you're saying and some of the suggestions, is first off, I definitely do not want to see a swap because I feel that makes it feel too much like a prop and I don't want to see that and it's just like, I don't know, like it's a little silly to me. If based on some of the options that you gave, I know it'll be it'll feel like too much is happening, but I would prefer the latter option that you gave where you do like a um you know a match with the number one contender. It would feel a little bit too um, I don't know, it'd feel a little bit too too like you you might have would have already guessed the way that things are gonna play out, but I just don't want to see the title swap. And I kind of do kind of I personally hate the idea that they even you know drafted the champions on you know a brand that they're technically you know the belt isn't for because I feel like right. it just complicates things when it really didn't have to be that complicated so I don't know and I'm thinking like even like what if they do something where they change the name of the belt I don't know if that's you know too much it, it, like maybe for the future, just so that you don't run into this problem where you got raw branded champions being drafted to SmackDown and vice versa. So I feel like this was just a pro, an unnecessary problem that's going to require some sort of solution. And now it's like, okay, well, how do we get there? How do we make that happen? And I'm curious because if the nation has any, you know, uh, predictions or way that they think that they should go about it, feel free to give us a call at 877-344-489. Three. Um, also, Mark, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, some of the call-ups, you know, those are our NXT women's tag team champions. Uh, they already set up a match for them on NXT, where I'm presuming they're probably gonna drop the bout. Uh, but based on what you've seen from Alba Fire and Isla Dawn over on NXT, uh, how do you feel about seeing them get called up? Were you surprised by that?
2: I was. Um, I'm not saying that they're not ready, I'm saying that. The sample size of who they competed against uh, doesn't inspire a great feeling of, oh, they're gonna go in and be a dominant tag team. So, um, I like to see them win this match and not just hand the titles over, but I, I like to see some some honor and see people relinquish titles. Um, I don't want to see that with with Bianca. I don't want to see her say, hey, I'd love to hold on to this, but I'm going to another brand and I relinquish the title and I'll go to SmackDown and I'll earn the the SmackDown title. Because if you relinquish one, you gotta relinquish the other.
3: Man, it has been a hot topic, a very exciting time right now for us. Uh let's talk about you know some of the names that were eligible to be drafted last night that didn't get drafted. Now keep in mind that at some point today on the SmackDown lowdown, they are going to be naming some additional names. So at some point, we should know where these people are going to go. But um, just some of the people, I'm going to give you some names of some of the people that weren't drafted. And, Mark, I do want to get your reactions on this. Uh, Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green, Sonia Deville, Dolph Ziggler, Hit Row, omaz with mvp the viking raiders natalia and mustafa ali were just some of the names that were eligible to be drafted on smackdown last night but were not any of these names surprise you
2: uh almost an mvp um man that that's that's something that you want on your brand uh you want the biggest giant on the brand that that would that would would appeal to me as a draft pick
3: I think so too especially given that Omas has been like he's been a topic because you know we we were talking about him and Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania it's going to be him and Seth Rollins at uh, Backlash so it is one of the things where you're like, huh, they didn't draft Omaz right away. That's interesting. And I think for me, I feel like pretty much every other person on this list, I would expect to be drafted at some point later on. So I wasn't necessarily expecting anybody else really on this list to be drafted within the first four rounds. But I do want to go ahead and get into some predictions, Mark, because uh, we have a lot of people that are still going to be drafted on Monday Night Raw. So I'm going to throw out some names for you here and just let me know what you think in terms of which brand you might see them going in, uh what direction you might see them going in, and whether or not uh what their placement on the you know draft is going to be within those first four rounds. Uh, so some of the people that includes uh that are eligible to be drafted on a raw night two uh night two of the WWE draft include Austin Theory, Braun Strowman and Ricochet, Barack Lesnar, Bronson Reed. Charlotte Flair, Johnny Gargano, Judgment Day, Karrion Cross, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Ellie Knight, Liv Morgan, Raquel, Rhea Ripley, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Seth Rollins, the Brawling Brutes, the LWO, the New Day, the Usos, Trish Stratus, and several others. Those are just some of the key names of people that are eligible to be drafted. Uh, Any thoughts? Anybody stick out to you, Mark?
2: Oh, my gosh. Austin Theory. Uh New Day. Um uh, Charlotte Flair. I mean, woo. Ronda Rousey? Oh, come on now. Like, I mean, I, you want to build the women's division? You 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 got uh you got Bianca. Come on now, Charlotte. Make it make it make it, make the show. The female main event show and just start unload, get all the great women and create a a level, because Ronda needs that. Ronda needs the competition of a Bianca Belair, a Charlotte Flair. She needs, like she had, you know, years ago when she had Sasha Banks and Charlotte. And, I mean, the, the list goes on of great female competitors that she had the natty night hearts like you you now you can add uh a zoe stark to that equation like create a network like man i I would make smackdown like that show that every time you, you didn't know you don't know what matchup you're gonna get but you know it's gonna be good
3: i would like to see that as well um and let me ask you uh Brock Lesnar, since he's obviously one of the biggest names here that we're gonna be talking about. Brock, based on what we've had so far, do you put him on SmackDown where uh Roman Reigns is, you know, heading things up, or do you put him on Raw where you got Cody Rhodes as the top guy?
2: Uh, I would put him on there with Cody. Uh, just because of the fact that him and Cody already are linked. Uh, not only are they linked, but um, I would even have Brock go to uh, management and say, if you draft me to SmackDown, I will hold out. I will not go to SmackDown. You put me on there with Cody Rhodes or else. And just make a scene out of it. And then people go, well, you know, I'm not going to draft him if he's not going to compete. Then we won't have, you know, like you got to play it up like you do the NFL. There's guys that hold out and they end up getting traded. Lamar Jackson is the only case where I've seen a guy go, hey, I don't want to play here. Trade me. And they go, all right, we're not going to give you the maximum amount of money that somebody's been offered before because that team was stupid. They did that out of desperation. Let's be fair. We'll give you more money than the next second guy. We'll make your contract longer than the next second guy. We'll give you a more guaranteed money than the second guy. But that first guy, that was that was ignorant. We we're not doing that. That's what Brock should do. I'm not going to SmackDown. I want to. I want Cody Rhodes, and I want him now. You put me on the same brand, I'll wrestle. You put me on SmackDown, I'm going home. And give, make Brock that I'll take my ball and go home guy. I, I, shit, I'm, I'm there. Sign me see, up. and
3: I, I agree with you. I want to also see Brock Lesnar over on the Raw side. I just feel like there's so much more. And, oh, oh, oh my God, I just realized something. Oh, Mark. oh, oh. Oh, my God. I just realized something. I'm so excited. If Brock goes to Raw, we can have Brock and Guther.
2: Oh, my God. Why did you just do that to me?
3: I just realized it right now. Like, glass shattering, Stone Cold Steve Austin's glass shattered just happened right now in my mind where I'm like, wait, wait a minute. <sighs> let me let me, let me, me do the math. Well, not math, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, there's oh a gosh. huge possibility we get Brock. The Big Papa Brock- Pump
2: here. math? <laughs>
3: I know we got we gotta, I don't even remember it by heart man but still uh, you know it, damn that would be so freaking cool
2: that would be so cool um, Gunther and Brock it they might have to they might have to call that R-rated <laughs> that, there's no way that that's gonna be TV friendly no way oh my way. god that's some grown-up stuff right there, boy. Woo. Like,
3: if I want to see a trilogy, if I could see a trilogy, for example, uh, any serious amount of Different matches. Different styles many, of matches. Yes. This is it right here.
2: And I'm sorry, but that's like bread and butter match.
3: right there. Ooh. So let's hope, okay, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be livid if Brock goes to SmackDown. There you go. If you want to roll the <laughs> motion out of me, I'm going to be pissed if Brock goes to SmackDown and they ruin my Gunther Brock Lesnar dreams.
1: Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash open trial to start your free trial today.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble.